Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to The Beast in Black, a There Among My Nightmares side story. My name is Elle and I am your GM for this session, and with me today are Zagrog. Hi, and I'm Zag I'm Zagrog and I'm playing Delorina, Wood Elf Monk. And Jeremy? Hi, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Wildo, the Tortle Monk. And Corvus? Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Xandikos, the Tiefling Monk. And Lilth. Hi, I'm Lilth. I'm playing Garak, the Aracocra Monk, also known as G. The town of Last Acre has seen its share of hardships since its inception, not the least of which are commemorated among the citizenry. The first, the annual Cast Down Swords Festival a tribute to the end of a war crossing generations. The second, and more permanent, the Timeless Tower, a mechanical marvel in the centre of town, constructed in tandem with the inhabitants of the clockwork nirvana of Mechanus, in reparation for mistakenly invading. Lately, the clock tower has begun losing time, rapidly catching up to itself in fits and starts. Only small amounts, and never enough to make the time incorrect, but with this degree of engineering, any deviance is noteworthy. For the citizens, though, the tower has been perfect long enough in their memory that they subconsciously ignore any error if it's noticed at all. But our story unfolds towards the outskirts of town, within the walls and halls of the Swift Horse School of Martial Arts. As the town sets up for its annual festival, the school does likewise, though theirs is a more private affair. Student attendance is typically limited to the younger classes, those less experienced in the arts. But this year, rumours have spread that Teacher, the master of the school, has received an invited guest from the Court of Spring, and has extended the attendance requests to the higher classes, those who would be deep in independent study or private tutelage for further progression along their chosen paths. This is not a fact that has been communicated in adequate time to head archivists and over, as the Goliath woman hunches over undersized parchments and papers, trying to get argumentative and unhelpful students to decide between the events of eloquence, balance, speed, strength, or sparring as their focus, or even to remember what their martial discipline is called, this is where we find you, waiting in line. 
so who would like to be first in line as uh, as uh, Zenova is trying to get some paperwork sorted? I feel like I should not be first. I am a turtle. Uh, like I, I will pick if no one volunteers. I think Pelorna is punctual and would therefore be more towards the front. Okay, so look, I know you, you know you know me, but for the sake of paperwork, name Pelorna. What is your focus of martial arts? Pauses. Pause for a moment. Way of mercy. And you may enter into up to two events. Which are you entering? Uh, uh, the character will ask, what were the events? So these these are well-known events that have been like yearly uh, sort of festival traditions. They are mm-hmm. the events of eloquence, balance, speed, strength, and sparring. You may choose up to two. Balance and sparring. Thank you. Next. That's probably Zendikos. He'll come up. Oh, um, sorry, I'll roll back a bit. Uh, so what would uh, Zenova see as Filona comes up? Ah, um... Lorna is uh, about average height for a uh, lady wood elf. Uh, is wearing this uh, robe which has a cowl. Uh, it's uh, uh, was, uh, uh, a worn white color, uh, and is also wearing a featureless white mask on her face. Uh, yeah, so Xandikos, you're next in line. So, uh, Xandikos will, uh, looks around and oh, uh, look, notices that the person in front has stepped past and he will step up. Name? Uh, Xandikos. Area of study? Uh... What was this? The options again? Sorry. Yeah, this this was the uh, what subclass basically. Oh, Kensai. And events of choice, uh, which, which are eloquence, uh, balance, uh, speed, strength, and sparring. Let's go with eloquence and sparring. Thank you. Next, and sorry. I keep doing this. Uh, what does uh, Zenova say? Oh, um... Have I, I, I... Did I write any of this stuff down when I made it? No? Okay. Um, he's sort of a, a slightly below average height um, a tiefling man with red skin and sort of a slightly gold, gold or copperish sheen to wear the, the 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 skin there and uh wearing just sort of fairly loose comfortable monk ish clothing i guess 
Yeah. Yeah. That black hair. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up. Uh, Grarak will step up. Name. You want the one you can pronounce or the actual one? Look, I'm just very tired. Name. Arak. All right. Uh, Area of study. Way of the astral self. And events of choice. With the speed one, am I allowed to use these? And she just spreads her wings. Let me check the rules for that. The route would be harder, but there would be no rules against it. Hmm. In that case, balance and sparring. Thank you. Next. Yep. And, uh, oh, and would you like a I, again, I oh, God, I'm bad at this. <laughs> Nah, who, who left me in charge? Jesus Christ. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, uh, Grarak is a just under five foot tall Aracocra woman. She has very drab sort of grey-ish um, plumage um but with and um, is wearing a kind of loose halter top with a long split skirt that's all in a very dark purple that kind of sets off the slight purple glimpse in her plumage. Cool. So leaves Wilder. Yep. And walks up. He is Fairly tall, actually, for a turtle. Uh, he is. Thank you. He is about five eight. Um, uh, moderately well, fairly bulky. Um, what did I? What, I rolled his height and weight because why would you not when they're as ridiculous as they are for turtles? Um, so he's six hundred pounds. Obviously, that includes the shell. Um, he is almost just like very stereo, very exactly what you like. Like you look at him, you go, yep, that's a turtle. And not just because he's a turtle. Um, he is, he's moving very leisurely. He's taking, taking his time, uh, pauses and nods and smiles to everybody as he finally gets up there. Hello. Hello. Hi. Name. I'm Willow. Area of study. 
Right. Right. Um, perhaps it could be best explained with Ares, and he actually pulls out, not like a big jug or anything, but just a glass. Like a wine glass. Very specific. Like, 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 like very well made. Carefully held in, in, in sort of a side doubt so it doesn't shatter. Mm, guess. I'm going to put the drunken fist and hope I'm correct because this is taking too long already. Right, right. Sorry about that. Events of choice. Um, might be ironic for you to think so, considering the whole drunken thing, but I'm gonna say balance, and I'm gonna say speed. No, I'm kidding on that last one. Sparring. Noted. To the side, please. Next. Okie doke. Takes a little while for him to get out of the way. And the line continues processing for a bit. Eventually, all the students are signed in, accounted for, and assembled in front of a sort of a rudimentary stage that's been erected, and out comes teacher, followed by, uh, it looks like a, a woman in, dressed in black. Greetings, students, and welcome once again to our annual festival. Now, I know that rumors have been going around, so I will simply say, yes, it is true. We are graced by a guest of the Court of Spring. Introducing Lady Swiftwing. And he gestures to this woman, and she steps forward, pulls back her hood. Uh, it's a tabaxi woman. She gives a little bow and steps back. Howdy. Now, our events this year are the same as always, but in honor of our guest, there will be a special prize on the line. The winner of the overall event would be chosen to have a private dinner with me, followed by a month's worth of tutelage, free of charge. This is, like, a big deal, because teacher basically never takes a student. Right. And on the very rare occasion you've even heard that it's happened, it's like someone's paid a king's ransom to have that privilege. Um, can I get a perception check from people? That would be a 12. Perception. Boop. Okay. Gorgeous 8. <laughs> so, 
uh, Xandikos and Wildo, you, out of the, just from behind you, you hear a little bit of a scrabbling sound. Uh, you kind of turn to look, but you don't want to make it too obvious. And you can see a couple of students from the younger years climbing over the wall and trying not to be noticed. Uh, you do recognize them as Beat of Heart and Rye. He hits a big, friendly smile and re- raises a hand up to wave to him. Uh, Beat sort of sees that and, like, bolts for the nearest cover. Uh, Rye kind of notices and goes, Sh-sh-sh-sh-sh, like, gesturing, keep it quiet. I'll keep... Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. do that. You also notice that it is too late, as some of the other staff have noticed their arrival now. So you're pretty sure they're going to be on dishwashing duty for the next year or two for sneaking out. Fair enough. And without further ado, let the games begin. The teacher raises his hands and the staff kind of give a little bit of a rolling eye and cast some prestidigitation magic to make fireworks and lights go off, just to add to the spectacle of it. And then uh, the staff start organising into the event spaces. So first up is the eloquence event. Any participants involved in this, uh, you make your way to uh, a part of the school that has only three walls in this room. The third wall allows for a sweeping, beautiful vista that contains the mountain and the preceding plains behind it. It's almost as if this was designed specifically to evoke poetic imagery. I am a participant in them. Yep. So the purpose of this event is to uh, essentially write a poem and convey its beauty to the audience, and you will be judged accordingly. So this will be an intelligence performance check. Oh, interesting. Now, I'd assumed this would be a charisma-based check, but I oh, guess I that, was wrong. That's if you already know one. You're having to come up with one on the spot. Fair mm. point. Um, <laughs> it, or, that will be a raw intelligence check. Or you can actually write a poem and I will give you advantage. Mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> No, let's just roll the dice here. Uh, it is a raw intelligence minus one, but I get a 15. Hey. Nice. It's much better than I'd expect. So you do a, a pretty decent job of not only incorporating the visuals in front of you, but tying it into 
sort of what you expect of the events of the day. So, uh, adversity and uh, achievement and things like that. Um, was there anyone else in the eloquence event? Not I. Nope. Uh, nope. There is a a tiefling woman that comes up as uh, one of the other contestants, uh, Ariana. Uh, she has been blind from birth, but she still manages to recite a poem that is so evocative of anything that the sighted could ever hope to achieve. But in the end, the judges do award Xanacos the victory. So you get one folded paper crane. Because that is said to bring good luck, and that is how you claim rewards and achievements at the end. Huh. Okay, sure. Puts it in his tunic, I guess you'd call it. Robes. Uh, then we move on to the event of balance. To, uh, at the top of the school, uh, the planks have been erected between opposing balconies with a safety net stretched out below it. The combination of the dizzying heights and the creakiness of the wood are designed to add to this challenge of harmony. So as you're walking across, Non-participants are allowed to throw heavy leather balls filled with sand at you. Okay. Sounds legit. So, it's also in a a pretty obvious spot, so you do get basically everyone watching, if not trying to hurt you. So, can I get a constitution acrobatics roll? Okay, I can do that. Do I get advantage for the wings? I will say yes, but knowing that Knowing the case, you will be taking more attacks, essentially. Nineteen. So how do I roll a constitution acrobatics? I'm just going to roll a d20 and add my proficiency and possible constitution modifier. Basically that. it's uh, You would roll the constitution modifier plus the um, acrobatics individual modifier, I assume it is, I think. Uh, the proficiency modifier, because if you roll acrobatics, you also yeah, include dexterity. The, yeah. But In D&D Beyond, you can actually click on the, click on the, mm. um, the skill, and under customize, you can change the skill stat override. Hmm. Yeah. 
was X, was uh no constitution. Con. Advantage, so I'll roll that again. 20. You all main, maintain balance. It's pretty it's pretty impressive. Uh, there are a couple of people who fall. They get caught safely in the net. And the round continues as now the leather balls come into play. Uh, so, Xandercos, you can choose to engage in this if you wish, because you are not a participant. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So you would make a, a ranged attack at any of the participants as they go past. So we'll start with uh, Garak, because you got the highest. Okay. Uh, I guess I just throw this dart. Yeah. That's probably fine. Like, the, the balls are like heavy and designed to hinder, but not hurt. I assume we are not allowed to effectively use uh, the dodge action in any form. You can try. You're several feet above uh, the surface of the earth, and you are on a thin plank of wood. So, uh, does a 19 hit uh, Garak? Yes, it matches my armor class. So you make that constitution acrobatics roll again for me. Mm-hmm. And there's also the deflect missiles trick. Yep. But perhaps it's not in the spirit of the contest. I, no, I think, I think it is. You're showing, you're showing off your martial prowess. Oh, yeah. I am going to use deflect missiles. Yep. So, it, I mean, you're reducing the damage to zero because the damage is zero. So you yeah. do manage to catch this heavy leather ball. Uh, yeah, so that uh, acrobatics check for me. Do you throw it back? Because mm -hmm. you, you can oh, if you spend a key yeah. point. If you're going to spend a key point, you can. Uh... No, I'm not going to. I saved my key. Besides. Yeah. That's an 18 on my acrobatics. Yep, so this one is a little wobblier because you weren't expecting to get hit with a leather ball, but you do manage to catch it, maintain your balance, and you're back over to the other side again. Uh, let's go with Wildo now. Yep. Am I rolling another attack? Only if you wish to. 17. Uh, that also is just my armor class. Uh, so yeah, I will go ahead and catch it. Hey, thanks. Appreciate this. <laughs> As I... Try to be acrobatic again. Seventeen. I'm confused. This is not going awful. 
year. And you, as you're crossing, you hear the boards creak as if they might break because you are heavy and they are thin. Right. Mm. But they have accounted for your participation in this, so you don't need to worry too much. Fair. But yes, you also make it to the other side. Very cool. I also just realised I didn't roll that advantage, but who cares? 18 will be fine. Uh, I mean, it still worked, yeah. And then Lorna. Okay. Actually, I just... No, wait. Yeah, first I'd like to see... 14 will miss. Hey. Can't hit them all. So mm-hmm. you, you manage to duck down as the as the leather sand ball goes over your head. And then acrobatics roll. Okay. With con. Potentially harder part. Okay, 21. You, you basically do a cartwheel over the over the thing. It's like you're just showing off at this point. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's go again uh, for Lorna. Okay. As the uh, people below increase the amount of balls that they are throwing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should probably throw a ball. Uh, um, uh, that one. No, it's the wrong one. That close enough. Ten. Probably misses. Mm-hmm. No. So, Constitution Acrobatics. Okay. There we go. Finally got a lower roll. You're you're overconfident at this point. You're ducking and diving and dodging these balls. And then you find, wait, there's where, where's the ground gone? But then you see it's suddenly coming very, very close to you <laughs> as you fall. So you are eliminated from the event. Longer than I expected. Well, and... the character doesn't actually say this. Hmm. Uh, Garak. Yep. Um... Yeah. Take your pick. <laughs> the Do eliminated contestants it? get to take part in the ball tossing? Yeah. I will try one. Uh, how does this work? Um, I'll just... Yeah, throw, uh, is throw it a or something. Okay. Uh, I have. Uh, oh, I'll just use the short bow. Yep. For it. Twenty-four. Jesus Christ. Good roll. Two hit. You can use your reaction. Catch one if you like. I will catch one. Um, I'll catch the Lorna's. Hmm. 
because of catching Felornas, I miss um sand ducks. And yeah. So can Felornas, I get a constitution acrobat? Like What was that, sorry, Al? Uh, Constitution acrobatics throw. I am. Whatever I wanted it to roll. There we go. 13. And then a 22 with advantage. You almost, you're grasping your claws at, at just at the edge of the wood, and you kind of cheat a little bit by pushing yourself back with your wings, but it's kind of in the spirit of it, so they it's allow it. It's not cheating, it's using the skills mm-hmm. that are available to me. Yep. So it's a bee's dick away from elimination. <laughs> but you managed to make it to the other side. Uh, Wilbur. Yep. Aimly, uh, 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 amiably meandering his way across. Hello, everyone. Really? Like, really? <laughs> hey, be lucky I'm getting them out of the way now. Mm. Fair point. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so your acrobatics role play. He goes to reach out and catch the one and probably falls because he went to go catch it. That's pretty much it, yeah. Oh, you dropped it. Oh, oh, oh no. And now I'm falling. Oh! As the, the net stiffens and bounces you back up. So, congratulations to Garak. You are handed a paper crane. He uh, tucks it into her belt pouch. Good work. And now, the event of speed. Uh, you are escorted to the gate of the school, which is a bit of a, rare, a bit of a rarity because you're meant to stay in the school grounds. You're not meant to really go out into the streets, but you are handed a rough map of the of the area, and you are you are given guidelines as to where the route will be taking you. You are in a race, so. And you do see a beat of heart lining up alongside you because she is fairly confident in her speed. 
you hear a, a powder pistol go off and the event starts. So can I get a dexterity survival roll? For those partaking in the event of speed. That is not me. I suspect it's Grarok at at most. Definitely not me. Okay. Uh, so no one's no one's entered. Nope. Doesn't sound none of the player characters anyway. So you are watching from a stand that's built to overlook the wall. You see a group of students uh, parkouring off buildings and racing around town. Uh, they do two laps of the clock tower. It's trying to find all the the hidden signs that have been put around the city amidst the actual town festival. Uh, you also see uh, you see Beat of Heart coming around and taking the victory, which is a, a little bit unsurprising because she's just won the races for the last four years in a row. Uh, can I get a perception check from people? Sure. Yeah. Of course you can. Waldo is currently examining all of the intricacies of his current class of wine. Like a true wine snob does. Because he totally is. Uh, Karak, you see, as people are rounding the clock tower, uh, you see uh, what looks like a Goliath roughing up a child. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) She kind of watches to make sure that it doesn't go too far. That's right, Goliath. And then when she sees <laughs> a glass... But then she sees a glass um, warforged appear and seem to berate this uh, Goliath and just kind of chuckles to herself and doesn't do anything. That's right, big guy. You fucked that kid up. No. That's not me. Or that's not. That's not. That's not the turtle. That's me. <laughs> that may not be better. And then we have the event of strength. Also not me. Uh, you're led into the grounds, and there's a, a rough arena that's been prepared against Renthor the Swift. The centaur that's almost a school mascot, but also like a, a person, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. This is probably another event that has no player characters participating. What was the yeah. event again? Strength. Strength. 
strength. No, I don't think anybody picked that one. Yeah, no. Nope. Despite my, despite my, 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 my sizable size, I got the strength of 10. Cause I rolled like I rolled. It, it's weird. There's a couple of students that, uh, like they start like squaring up, but then make a, a horse related joke and he gets very angry. <laughs> Dumbass. And, and kind of stomps them into the ground when they're supposed to be wrestling him. You also see one of the other students try to be very sneaky about, like, handing off a flask. And you also see uh, Renthor be very surreptitious. Sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) Surreptitious. Yeah, about drinking from said flask. And... Uh, Wildo, you, you're quite a connoisseur. You, you can tell that this is like pretty strong booze mm-hmm. that would not really be strictly copacetic in the school. I'll waddle my way over at my monk speed so I'm actually dashing. Um, and snatch it out of their hands. Uh, make a, a dexterity check. Okay. The straight dex? Yeah, um, let's, I think, uh, what would be relevant, if anything? I mean, anything that would be relevant would be, yeah, I don't uh, have proficiency in it anyway, so. It's sleight of hand or straight yeah. dex. Shouldn't have been an advantage, but 22. He, he manages to keep it out of your grasp. What you got there? Nothing for you. Can I nope. see? One moment. Uh, he downs the flask and then hands it over. Thank you. I appreciate that. As he proceeds to just, because there's clearly going to be, be be still some smell to it, what was in there? Some of the strongest whiskey you think you've ever encountered. Hmm... Now, and this is, I'm sorry, what was the name? Uh, Renthor. Renthor. Renthor, I got two things. First of all, I'm really, uh, I'm kind of disappointed you didn't share, but second of all, Ain't this not supposed to be around here? I'll tell you what. You leave it alone. I'll see to it that you're compensated. Hmm. 
I mean... That's a, that's a mighty fine offer you got there. Mm. But I really do feel, and I'm sorry to say this, but I really do feel like I should call this one in. Would be a shame to disrupt the event. Sure would. Uh, Hello. Make a uh, intimidation check. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Sixteen somehow. Oh, all right, all right. Um, look, uh, Connor, I, I'm sorry. We we can't go through with this one. And the the student sort of looks up at you, uh, you Wildo, and like just gives you a dirty look. Rules are important, yeah. I for a reason. He walks over to the judges and announces that he is uh, conceding from his uh, challenge. So oh. the the paper crane reward goes to another person in line. Okay. Because he was going to take a dive. Well, yeah, I will head back to where I was. And now we come to the sparring event. I think we're all in this. Mm-hmm. Probably. I think everyone is in this. So, uh, let's say uh, Zandikos and Fulorno. Can I get an initiative roll? Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's no tokens on the, this page. Mm. I'm having to add. Eighteen. Okay, so this is a non-lethal contest. Victory goes to the first fighter to land a blow on their opponent which is represented by the breaking of the ceramic tile that has been tied to your chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real or ranged weapons are permitted, but you get, like, wooden versions because, you know, that's safety. Sure. Uh, 
anyone who's bringing in a casting focus can't bring a weapon. Only spells that either target yourself or use an attack roll are permitted. And if there is any damage, it gets healed up after the after the combat. Right. So begin. Uh, I guess I am first. Uh, let me just quick look over my monk abilities. You you are sixty feet apart. Oh. Okay. On the opposite ends of this uh, this ring arena. <laughs> he said it because he was like, "I shoot him in the head." <laughs> Wait, I have a wooden copy of my gun. Uh, um. Oh, interesting. Hold on. Sorry, I'm just. I'm just. I am looking at my. Oh no, that's that's a different level. That's fine. Okay. Sure. All right. Um. Yeah, it fires wooden bullets at explosive <laughs> speed. I use my. I use a key point. I use step of the wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at I, least you won't be flurry of blows and blows in this turn. Uh, that is fair. So, okay. Uh, sorry, L. Yes. Question. I yes, have so. a I have a wooden replica of my weapons. Yep. Do they count as Kedzai weapons? Yeah. Great. As long um, as they have previously counted, you, you don't get an upgrade for making them out of wood. No. Okay, just having just a quick check of something. Oh, that's a different thing. Oh no, that's yeah. Okay, um, yeah. So I'll use dash as my bonus action. I will run up to him, them, him, him, him. Where's the thing? Probably her. her. Completely wrong. Run up to her. Uh, looking back and forth between all the monk abilities to make sure I understand what I'm doing. All right, that's a bonus action thing. Um, and I will do an attack with the sword, with my sword, with my long sword. Where is my button to do an attack? So, why have I got the quarter staff listed here? That's not correct. One moment. Take that off. Put the long sword on. Longsword. Cool. Um, I guess it's gonna be... That's the wrong button. That's the attack button. There you go. Uh, seven. Mm. Not very good. Uh, now. I had dashed. That's all I can probably do unless I wanna... I still have plenty of speed to back off, but I don't think I want to. No, okay, I'll stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, five feet away. Uh, yeah. That's my turn. Wait, did that roll correctly? I just want to check that out. No, that's plus three. Yes, that's my dex, so that's fine. Wait, my dex is only plus one anyway. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that's me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lorna is basically unarmed, but that, well, these are monks, so... Uh, 
without further ado, let's try an unarmed attack. 20 to hit. Ah. Yep, even with my Kensai Agile Parry. I don't think you get to Agile Parry because you didn't make an unarmed strike as part of the attack action. Point. Uh, I played the class. Damn. <laughs> I was, th- uh, yeah, no, I, I missed, I was looking at the wrong thing, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Um, even there, even with that, you would be, you'd hit, have hit me. So. Mm, yep. I don't know how the, uh, brick breaking works in this competition. I'm dealing five points of bludgeoning damage as a result of my hit. Yep. So because you hit, you break the tile. And mm. the, uh, attendants call, uh, blow a whistle and the combat is called. Uh, Flauna, you are handed four cranes. Xandikos, you are handed two. Hmm. Alright. And Wildo and Garak. I see. You put the turtle up hey. against the bird. I see how it is. <laughs> I had Eighteen. Seventeen. All right. Uh, Whistle blows, 60 feet apart, combat begins. So, Wildo, for his first round, just sort of smiles and waves. Hey there, guess we're gonna be doing this now. And does patient defense. And, grab. Can she fly in this one? Uh, yes, but not more than uh, a one, like not a continuous round. Yep. So if you fly now, you'd have to land at the end of your next turn. Got you. Uh, in that case, she is going to keep her wings slightly open to aid her balance. Bow to Wildo and uh, launch an attack. Right, the bowing thing. I always forget that. It's a 23. Disadvantage, I patient defensed. Yeah. My bad. It's all good. Eleven. Eleven is a miss. Because I assume the drinking is part of the action. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far? What was the distance? Sixty. It was sixty. But if you've gotten up close, then you've reduced that. Yeah, I'm just thinking how much. 
That's it. That's what she's going to do. All right. Now that you're up there. Like, yep. Oh, right. We're supposed to be right. I should be doing this now. So I will go in for an attack. Mm-hmm. Um... Twelve. Misses. I will spend a key point for Flurry of Blows. Mm-hmm. So, two unarmed strikes. This is where the, um, the drunken laughter monk gets really fucking annoying. <laughs> That's a fourteen, misses. which is a miss. Mm-hmm. 21. That hits. Okay. For four bludgeoning damage. Which breaks the tile. Okay. He's still continuing, continuing his movement, though, just because I love this part. He then proceeds to sort of sway and twist and roll, because when you use Flayer of Boros, you gain the benefit of disengage. And you can walk ten. You can walk ten feet for. So he just sort of staggers fifty feet backwards, and then stops there. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, the whistle blows, and Wildo, you are awarded three cranes. Okay, Garak, you are awarded one. Yep. Cool. Because speed to finish is important. I mean, fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, sort I of have a blurry of blows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see uh, an elven, sort of a wizard. It looks like he's taking at least some classes in magic rather than pure martial arts versus uh, uh, going up against a fire genasi who's all action. Uh, the mage has an owl that swoops around and distracts the, the genasi who's trying to fend it off with nunchucks. Fancy. Uh, the genasi comes out on top. Uh, you see Oriana, the blind tiefling, going up against a furbolg. The furbolg turns invisible as soon as combat starts, which really doesn't do too much against someone who has blindsight. Right. <laughs> hmm. But when uh, when the furbolg reappears, it it's not a furbolg anymore. All of a sudden, it's a bear. Wearing the tile. But despite all of all of the bear's ferocity, the tiefling just stands there, just dodging effortlessly, just asking, what does justice mean to you? Trying to get under the bear's skin, as it were. But eventually the bear does take you out the wind. 
Uh, you see a young Goliath step up into the ring with two wooden hand axes against a, a Kenku in a mask. It, this one's weird. It looks like the the Kenku is just doing exactly what the what the Goliath is doing, except in like mirrors. So the Goliath picking up on this manages to trick the Kenku into a position where he's not able to attack properly and just takes him out. And then you see Rai step into the ring against uh, Kanathar, who is someone that you are aware of, uh, because he is, like, the ace student. Okay. And for uh, for an event that is rated on speed, these two are countering each other so proficiently that it, it just takes way too long to even qualify, but they're still fighting. Eventually, uh, Kanathar like launches in with an elbow and goes for nearly it goes for lethal damage, trying to break uh, Rai's nose and just make a real mess of it. So the event is disqualified, and uh, Rai is taken away to be healed, and but he's not in a good state. Well. That sure did escalate quickly. Sorry, just to give your your drinking monk doing the exact pose. Yep, of the, yep, yep. A little bit, a little bit with the beer, with the drink in hand. A little bit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the events are had. Uh, sorry? I was going to say, Garak just kind of nods to um, well, Wildo in agreement. Yep. So the uh, the rewards need to be tallied. So who has how many cranes? <coughs> Wondering whether any one of the sparring winners won anything else. I got three. I got two. Four. Four. Four cranes. So, four cranes and a flask. The real winner here. Uh, Zan, can I get a deception check? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Falona and Xandikos, please roll a d20. For taking out basically the prize amongst your little group, because uh, other people have been awarded their prizes, uh, for Lonnie, you get a clockwork amulet that has been put into mm. the prize 
cool. That is being put, huh? Uh, it turns out no one expected this to be here, but it's, I mean, it's in the prizes, so it must be, must be a prize. Okay. Uh, you see, uh, out of the corner of your eye, uh, Beat look a little disappointed that you ended up pulling it. Uh, but with a, a, if you decide to put your tokens together, you do have enough to, as a group, have uh, dinner with Teacher and his special guest. Hmm. I mean, or, or one of you can just take all the glory and go by yourself. And because would be happy for that, but he's he's also happy to do it. Share. Don't rightly see what I'm gonna do with these otherwise, so sure. Works for me. You could cash them in for uh some more out of the prize pool, or you can try for a potion. No, you legitimately couldn't didn't think about those things, so Yeah. I'm just giving the players the choices. Yes. Legend. So Let's if you're pulling it, pull yep. them up. As a group, you approach the the prize master and hand over the collective tokens. Uh, he looks down at the the small pile, and it's like. This uh, doesn't usually happen. Um, I must have a word with teacher. Uh, one moment. He goes off and has a quiet word. Uh, teacher nods and he comes back and he's, he is willing to host. Uh, this is surprising, but you have taken the prize. Mighty appreciated. So you have roughly an hour before dinner. Uh, you've been told to make yourselves presentable. But other than that, the time is yours. If anyone wishes to accomplish anything, that is. Well, if y'all excuse me, takes me a bit longer than most might, so I'd best be going and getting ready. You weren't so heavy, I'd carry you there, but, you know. It's all good. And off he goes <laughs> to get ready. Fair enough. It's been the broken nose didn't seem an intentional effect of this event. I should see that. Uh, I feel like I should make sure this uh, they have adequate 
facilities for administering to that. And would try and go see how uh, how that is going. <laughs> Possibly offer offer assistance. Yep. Uh, you notice as you approach, like the first aid tent, uh, that uh, Beat is there with her own like healer's kit on top of the healers that are already there. So he's pretty well taken care of. Okay. But you can offer your services if you wish. Yeah, but I would. Uh, I would offer my meager magical skill uh, healing. Yep, and I am also they've... proficient with the herbalist kit, but that's not, yeah. and and proficient in medicine. You do notice that uh, there's actually a couple of like teaching staff basically here who. Hmm. Uh, like alongside you, sort of guiding where you should be looking at and how applying, so mm. like get the most out of the skill, mm -hmm. because it is a school. Mm. Uh, yeah, be I'll expend a key point to use that. Used my uh, okay. hand of healing ability. I don't know if it's necessary for me to roll. There is some die rolling, but he gains an amount of hit points. Yeah, it's going to be more than enough. Yep. Uh, Garak, what are you up to? Uh, I am specifically not going to have a bath or wash in any way because water and feathers, not good. Um, but... I am going to just find a couple of bits of jewellery that I have stashed back in uh, my room and just make myself look a bit more presentable and make sure I sort of put on clean clothes and like uh, clean, clean up a bit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zandikos? Uh, Zendikos is going to... Uh, he's just going to wander around, I think. He's going to go sort of look around and see if he can find anything interesting to to, to, to sort, of, sort of sneak around, see if there's anything interesting going on, something he can find to entertain himself. He's not too worried about the formalities of, of even, even though this is supposed to be somebody very important. Make an investigation check for me. Uh, I'm so good at those. It's a ten. You're walking around the school. Uh, you see, uh, it kind of looks like the the special guest. The what was her name, Lady Swiftwing? Except, oh. except wearing green. Hmm. Okay. She seems to be. Sort of rubbing her hand against the wall, like from the inside. Of oh, the inside of what? Uh, like on the inside of the perimeter of the school. Huh. I try to be stealthy and see what she's up to. Okay, make an arcana check for me. Six. 
kind of looks like she's just testing how rough the wall is, but that's a bit weird. Like, she wants to figure out if she could climb it? No, as in, like, um, seeing if there's any any spots that are smooth versus any spots that are, like, uh, got a, a rough pattern to them or anything. Huh. And how long is she doing this? How long am I... Like, if, I, if I'm watching her for, like, five minutes, is she still just doing this? Yeah, I... About every minute or so, she does, like, move a step, like, further along the wall and continue. Ah. Um. I'm going to sort of try to approach from an angle where just this, I get the most dramatic effect out of this, as I sort of am suddenly leaning against the wall next to her and say, nice wall, huh? Uh, make a stealth roll. Seventeen. So you do that, she turns to look at you, and disappears in a puff of green smoke. Well, haven't seen that one before. I look around, is there any any sign of her? Any trace? As the smoke dissipates? No. Looks around, makes sure nobody sees it, saw him do that, and then he just, like, wanders back towards the main area. Uh, Wilder, could I get an investigation check from you, please? Sure. That's a five. And a wisdom saving throw. That's a 22. As you're moving along and getting yourself ready, Mm -hmm. your eyes kind of fuzz over a little bit as if you're peering through a thin curtain. And you hear a voice in your head. Come with me. I have something to show you. Pardon me? As you... you, if I can ask? As you say that and sort of turn around a bit, you, the, like the fuzz from around your eyes falls away. Uh, you look down and there's a black veil. Well, ain't that a thing. Which, as you're looking at it, starts to dissolve and just disappear. Huh. Look around. Who are you again and where am I supposed to go? Hello? You don't hear anything. Eh? Huh. Well, ain't that a thing? Oh, well. I'll ask about it later. 
continues to get ready. Eventually, you hear the bell ring for dinner. That's my cue. And yeah, I'd make make my way there. Uh, So, presuming everyone actually wants to show up, uh, you arrive at the Grand Hall. Uh, Some tables have been prepared, and sitting at the table already is Teacher and Lady Swiftpoint. Which colour? Black. Okay. Ah, good. Uh, Our prize-winning guests. Most unusual, of course. (laughs) But your rules are rules, and I am quite generous with my time. Please, have a seat. Okay, have a seat. Hmm. Yep. I bow and then take a seat. If not polite. Yeah. Uh, Dinner is brought out to you. It is a very extravagant affair compared to what you're used to. For example, there is meat. I'm going to be watching carefully see Xander goes, like, stuff bread into his robes. <laughs> as, as carefully as he can. Like, as, as, as sneakily as he can, but while also, you know, trying to look the part. Now, my beloved students, uh, how did you find our exhibition day? I just followed the map. (laughs) It was real interesting. Well, we're uh, on the subject of the day. Although, I guess now that I think about it, this would be more of a night thing. I don't know. Is it technically night yet? I don't know. Anyway. Um. Heard someone talking in my head the, uh, not too long ago. And that was new. Oh? Uh, do you know who it was? I do not. You, sir. The voice kind of sounds familiar. Okay. I do not, sir. All I know is that they told me to come. They. Come or follow or something like that. I was a bit, uh, what's the word? Uh, discombobulated by it. Uh, and when I, when I asked where, they didn't say, I didn't get any response. 
and there was a a black veil on the ground that quickly fell apart. A little bit strange, I thought. I should, I, I, when it happened, I thought to myself, you know, Wildo, when you get the chance and you run into somebody who's can possibly stand to do something about this information, you should tell them. And here was the first place, because, you know, here was where I was going. Uh, so I should clarify that was uh, Swiftwing who asked uh, if you recognize, like, if it was someone you knew. Mm, fair. And the voice sounded familiar. That doesn't change a single word of what he said, <laughs> other than because he has an intelligence of nine. Um, the other than, than, sir. Yep. Uh, Swiftwing turns to teacher. I mean, I can look into it for you if you wish. Uh, I, I am only here as a guest, uh, however, but I could use, uh, the powers of the court to assist me. I wouldn't want to put you out. Uh, please, this... We assume it's just something... Maybe they ate. After all, one of our primary teachings is uh, sanctity of mind. It was a little bit... Surprising, I guess would be the phrasing. Uh, could I inside check this uh, uh, this lady in black? Yeah. Twenty. Uh, when uh, when it wasn't like anything wasn't sort of brought up, she seemed a bit relieved, but is a little bit nervous. Hmm. If it is not too formal a question, may I ask, uh, what is the purpose of your visit here? Directing towards, uh, this, the guest. I, I am here as an emissary of the Lady of Spring, uh, to see if there's any expeditionary wealth within the mountain that is under her domain. As you know, the the border between the two courts does cross over into this range, and the lady is quite curious to see if there is anything of value to be extracted. Can I do an insight on that? Because I don't trust anyone. Yeah. I will also insight that. Because that sounds yeah, time for another one. 
concerning ask. Uh, so, Flora and Wildo, yeah, I mean, you don't know what the what the royals are up to, so it sounds fair. I mean, if you, you've seen some of the stuff that gets pulled out of the mountain. It would be reasonable to assume that there's probably a fair amount of gold and whatnot in there. Otherwise, you know, the town wouldn't really exist because you've had you have a mining port right on, on right on the mountain. Fair uh, point. Gurak, that doesn't quite uh, ring true to you. Kind of like, ruffle my feathers. Yeah, there's just something a little bit off about it. Especially considering the last time you saw like the map divided, the like the borderline between the two courts was further much further away into the range, not directly here. She kind of ruffles her feathers and looks directly at the lady, Swiftwind, Wing even. You know, predatory gaze, she is a raptor. And, um, and what is your real reason? That is my real reason. I, I don't really accept your tone. Order is miles away. So why would you be here? Is the range not connected? Yes, but this is outside of the territory of the Lady of Spring. Is it not? Well, you know the tensions between the courts. Uh, things can change the moment if war were declared. Ah, so you're here to declare war. Perish the thought. But that would be the only way that you can get mining rights round here, is it not? Depends on what the lady is after. I'm merely here as a scout. Mm-hmm. Don't say any more on that. I just watch her intently and continuously. Can I get a constitution saving throw from everyone who ate? Hey. Twenty-one. And well, I, have, I haven't quite swallowed it yet. It's still in my crop. I imagine a couple of us rolled exactly our con score. Uh, it's probably close. I mean, it's it's exact for myself. I at least. No, never mind. I forgot. It's not. It's off by one. Ah, uh, the off by one. Yeah. Uh, Falona, you're trying to follow this exchange, but then sort of darkness creeps around the edges of your vision, and that's the last thing you remember as you black out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Zandikos and then Wildo, 
same sort of thing happens to you as you slump in towards the table. Well, this is certainly un. And then teacher goes down as well, leaving just Garak and Lady Swiftwing at the table, still awake. Ah, so it is war then. Um, and then she screeches incredibly loudly. No, more of a direct conquest, I would say. Uh, roll initiative. Oh, crap. I'm going to die. It's okay, mm. we're going to die right after. <laughs> the 13. I have plus five to my initiative. E&D Beyond liked me when I created this character and now does not. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I don't like the sound of that. Uh, uh, Swiftwing has pretty too. That tracks. Yeah, great. I knew I didn't like the sound of that. So you see uh, she reaches into a, pe- a belt pouch and it almost looks like a little chess piece. But she throws it at you. It bounces off harmlessly, or you deflect it, or however you wish. But it lands on the ground. And then it starts growing. Uh, I take flight. Oh, don't think that will save you. But I'll be back later, when you're more agreeable. And she vanishes in a field of purple stars, looks like. The figure grows into... It almost looks like red gelatin at first, but then starts taking on the appearance of bleeding flesh. Mm. And you say you're flying? Yes, I am kind of hovering Uh, with my back to a wall so that I've got room to manoeuvre my wings. How far up would you say you are? Uh, How tall is this um, room? About 15 feet. Yeah, so about that. Cool. Uh, you see this blob monster thing. It kind of crawls up the wall and then stretches as it makes an attack on you. Oh, yay. And eight misses. Yes, it does. A 16? Misses. 
And then you would be very happy if you rolled this wisdom saving throw. Wow. Looking at this thing, it's hideous. It's some of your worst nightmares. You take 44 points of psychic damage. Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about being asleep I'm right sorry. now. How much yeah. did you say? Not quite instant dead, thank God. As I collapse in a heap of talons and feathers and wings on the floor. It's an odd feeling. It's like you're dreaming. But everything is in reverse. The rest of you, you wake up. Are we still mm. in the room? You are still in the dining hall. Uh, there is no Garak, and there is no Lady Swiftwing to be si- to be seen. Is the teacher still there? Yep. Okay. Pardon me, I seem to have passed out at the exact same time all of you Mm. did. Well, slightly later, because I saw you pass out, and then... You pass out, and then me pass out. I didn't see Garak pass out, and I didn't see... Might be connected to the conspicuous absence. I didn't see... I did see... Teacher pass out. But I did not see Garak or Swiftwing pass out. And now they're not here. And they were talking about something, weren't they? Hmm. Florna would try and uh, look for clues in the room about... Was there a struggle of some kind, or...? Yeah, uh, make an investigation check. I will attempt, so... Fifteen! Yeah, uh, so looking around the room, it looks pretty looks pretty well maintained. Uh, you do spot a couple of feathers on the ground. Hmm. Are they near the table where Grok was sitting, or somewhere else? A little bit away from the table. Mm. What's te- how's the teacher reacting? Uh, sort of just as confused as you all. They were disagreeing about something. Something about. How 
borders between the courts. Yeah, Miss Swiftwing wasn't being entirely up front or something like that. It was... This Lady Swiftwing was certainly... Not forthright about everything. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure she was speaking in my head. Oh, that's interesting. I think so. I mean, I don't think I know any other voices like that one. Mm. But then, y'all have some 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 strange customs around here, so I'm not entirely sure. So I didn't want to say nothing, but. Well, we should go find them. Yeah, right. I'm uh, judging by these spitters here. I'm worried something might have uh, our our Arakokrafen might ha might have had a struggle on on their hands. Could be. Oh, so she might have had a fight. Hmm. Let's go... If they were, indeed, if they were conscious, they probably would have moved away from the table uh, uh, in order to defend themselves. Let's go look. Yeah, we, there's not... doesn't seem there's much we can achieve here. I would like to investigate. Yep. So, uh, you can roll an investigation check. I'm so good at these. Ten! You only have the best of investigators on the case of your disappearance. Don't mm -hmm. you worry. Hey! <laughs> There's basically no trail. Which, I mean, huh. thinking about it, it, it in a couple of minutes, uh, wouldn't be too much of a surprise for someone that can fly. They're not mm. as likely to leave footprints. Wonder what are the exits to the room? Uh, you have a, a couple of staircases going up towards more classrooms and like uh, housing, lodgings, that type of thing. Uh, you have a door in towards the kitchens, and you have the entrance uh, to sort of a foyer, basically. Hmm. It, it, it is a fairly large room. You get the idea. Are there any? What are up a lot more tables than just one? Are there? What ways are there to? If someone would have observed what happened in the room, where would? they have seen it from? Uh, you could have seen any potential happenings from uh, any of the uh, any of the doorways. Mm. 
So it's like if you were on the stairs looking down or in the kitchen looking out or about to enter the Great Hall to some very bad mistake. Mm. Well, maybe someone, maybe there's a chance someone witnessed what happened. We should go question some Yes. Might be useful. The lone would start towards the classrooms. Yep, so heading up one of the staircases. Just trying, yeah, basically asking the first people that she encounters. Wildo is going with, and will assist because you don't want Wildo doing the interrogation or persuading. <laughs> because. Both intimidation and persuasion, he has a minus three on his rolls for. And yet a hundred percent record in this game. That is correct. <laughs> and Zantikos? Uh Zen, what are you doing? Yeah, um I mean he's not really sure what to make of all of this. Uh it's, so it it was just us and the teacher, the teacher and Swiftwing, right? Uh, no Swiftwing, no Garak. No, no, I mean in the in the room in oh, like, yes. previously. Yeah, okay, minus the like kitchen staff as they brought out meals and whatnot. Oh, I'm gonna go check, go look in the kitchen, and see how the kitchen staff are. Uh, so we'll go with the I guess the classroom gang first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you head up the stairs, and there are a couple classes in session. Not too many, mm. because it is sort of evening-ish time, even if the sky mm. never reflects that. Hmm. Okay. Mm, well, then. Pelona uh, ready herself. And knock. I assume there's doors to the classrooms. Yeah, and knock on one of the doors. Probably the one closest, to, one that would have been closest to the Great Hall. Yep. So you knock on the door and you see a half elf come out uh, wearing a teacher's <laughs> robes. Howdy. Excuse us. Uh, yes. It's um, an unfortunate event happened ha- happened over there, and we were wondering if you or anyone here observed any anything anything that happened. I mean, aside from. <laughs> Liana over there messing up her key focusing again. No, didn't see um Lady Swiftwing or um or uh Garak Garak or... uh Cochra. Um, um, no, um, no one came into the classroom. Uh, mm. 
was maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, uh, almost like a, a screech from oh. downstairs, but okay. I mean, nothing after that. Like, uh, what, like, when you say screech, excuse me, I don't mean to, but do you mean like, um, I don't know, like, uh, hey, how you doing? What's up? Fun weather we're having, kind of, kind of. Uh, a conversation in avian or like an ow ow it hurts make it stop kind of thing less of that one but not exactly as friendly as the first mm. so a wide variance. Well, you know, one of the key elements of focusing for an attack is to yell as you attack, yes? One hmm. of those things, then. Almost, yes. Uh, as I said, I was busy teaching, so I didn't have exactly the time to focus, but... Entirely well, fair. You have been helpful, thank you. We will not interrupt your uh, session further. Uh, good. Um, I, I shall return to my class then. You do that. Hey, now, where. We should go ask the teacher where Lady Swiftwing was maybe staying. Hmm. Yes, and, and perhaps perhaps there is something to be gleaned from the kitchen. Check with uh, the... Speaking of... Yep. Uh, we'll transition to Zendikos entering the kitchen. Yes. Uh, he will uh, try to be fairly quiet about entering the kitchen and have a look around, see who's in there. Uh, you see uh, the head chef, who is sort of mixing a pot of stew. He is wearing uh, a black veil. What, sorry, before we get further to that, to what are we able to judge in any way how much time passed while we were unconscious? Uh, if you had a clockwork device of some kind, maybe. Does uh, my gun count? <laughs> unfortunately, no. Unless you've also built a watch into it. No. Okay. Uh, because, well, as you know, the, the sky is unreliable at best. Yes, that is fair. Being a perpetual but twilight. It, was the food cold when we woke up? It, it had chilled if you tested it, yeah. Okay, so it's like a good at least I don't know ten minutes or something, probably longer, but we don't. But I don't know. I guess. All right. Um. So just just the chef, just the one chef. I mean, there's it goes around the corner. 
Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, and... Hmm. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to sneak up on the ship. <laughs> uh, make a stealth roll. Sure. As we investigate the, as we investigate the apparent assault, and then Zandikos goes and sneaks off to commit his own assaults. Hmm. Yeah. There may be salts here. Pepper so- too. You you sneak up on the chef. Uh, he doesn't seem to acknowledge your existence. Okay. As you get to the chef, um, Garrick walks around the corner, just holding a sandwich. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're awake. You you <laughs> you catch him with a, just pulling out a knife <laughs> or a dart or some kind of bladed thing, and he like looks towards you. Ah, yes, we were looking for you. Hi, and he looks turns to the chef. <laughs> Hopefully, ho- hoping that the chef did not notice and put the knife away. Still, like staring straight ahead, mixing. Ah, uh, that's weird, isn't it? I say to I say to G. He's not... Hey! And I, like, poke him. Uh, as you poke him, his head sort of cocks to the side a bit, and you can see blood coming out of from his throat. See, that's... That's bad. <laughs> huh. We should, look at, that? we should look at the person who is just near him with a knife. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> bad point, but as you're not he here. That, um... You feel talons across your back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that my sure every rolling initiative? Uh we'll we'll take it in turns. Uh this is a surprise round. I will say mm. you get uh you get advantage on the roll because uh he wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a Watch. 25. <laughs> well, you have advantage, you might create. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm just about to roll that. It it rolled without me wanting it to roll. Okay. And that's a 12, so 25. I assume that's a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 25? Yes. Seems a fair assumption. A hit? Oh, sorry, the 12 is... Twelve is not. Sorry, that was yeah, a but, yeah. advantage. Yeah, that was my yeah. advantage roll. Right, right, yes. So that's eight slashing damage. Okay. And I'm going to spend a key to flurry of blows. So that gives me you can two more unarmed strikes. To hellish rebuke. I could, yeah, that's a very good point. We will see. I guess I'll do it on the next one oh, if she hits me. With, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. 
That will hit me. And I uh, guess I will react. To, I will do the Hell's Rebuke thing, because why not? And on that's that a 23. One. Was that also the advantage rolls? Or was that your two no, unarmed attacks? That's my I think two only in the first attacks. attack. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. That's another eight. And... Oh, damn. Another seven. Or a seven. Okay, so, like, I've got to react to one of them with Hellish Rebuke, which is good, because that's enough to knock me unconscious anyway. So, where's my Hellish Rebuke thing? It's a dexterity save. Uh, no, wait, I I don't have that one on... um, (coughs) I don't have Hellish Rebuke, I don't think. Yeah, but I'm a specific kind of tiefling, because this is the character I pulled from Baldur's Gate. Right. I get That's spells right. instead. One of the special kinds of teeth. Yeah. Never mind. As, as I have hellish resistance. This isn't special enough. I have hellish resistance, and um, I can also do some illusion stuff. But mm. uh, no, that that fifteen more damage is enough to knock me unconscious. Oh no. So the uh, event that I assume happens happens. And we'll go back to Lorna and Wildo. Hmm. Listen, probably... Curtis, I think this character is cursed. I'm just <laughs> going to say it. I think Lorna and Wildo are just strolling, not with too much haste, towards the kitchen. Sounds about right. Yeah. Unless we hear sounds of combat, in which case you might move a little quicker. Yeah, it's a good point. That probably happened. It could have happened while we were conversing with the class classroom teacher. Could well, then. And I didn't really make much noise, and there was not really much time for combat. Yeah. So how loud Zandico? Actually, no. We do know how loud a version of Zandico screams, but not necessarily <laughs> this one. I, I will say make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Hmm, 16. 8. Uh, so, Forlorna, you hear what sounds like a couple of pots and pans sort of bump banging around a bit, but not, like, excessively. It's just sort of, like, clanking a bit. Oh. Yeah. Nah, Forlorna would think it's urgent. On we go. Like, afterwards, don't we think, like... If it, something is actually a problem, like there's a fire or something, someone's going to start yelling. But if that doesn't happen, it's fine. <laughs> Clearly, the kitchen hasn't been abandoned. <laughs> and as you enter the kitchen, you see the head chef there, wearing a black veil, sort of staring straight ahead and mixing some stew. 
I wonder what kind of role it would be to determine if that's if something strange is going on. I mean, there's a black veil. It does there. seem a little weird. Yeah. Wildo has that reason to suspect weird. that black veils yeah. have a problem. He's like, excuse me, Mr. Chef, if this is yours. But even yeah, if it is, I'd kind of like to see it, and I take it off. I imagine it's not terribly hard to spot the uh, spot the bleeding or such if you take a look. Yeah, as you get close, you do see blood like on the on the white robes, and yeah, make a strength check for me. Okay. Hmm. Natural twenty. <laughs> That's my fucking veil. God damn it. It it does. Like, it almost feels like it's glued on nearly, but you do manage to pull it off, and the second that it's off his head, he collapses to the ground, dead. Mm. The veil in your hand crumbling into dust. Well, that's certainly unfortunate. Well, then, are there any other signs of... I struggle. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you see a little bit of blood on the floor. That is, but what? Yeah, but that's probably not from the chef. Yeah, blood that is clearly not I mean, the chef. Bit hard to tell. Uh, make mm. an investigation check. Yeah, let's try that. That's a seventeen. I don't have disadvantage on this. Fourteen. So, Felorna, you're a little bit more skilled with, like, the, the bodily arts. Um, mm. the, the blood that's on the chef is, like, congealed and starting to scab over a little bit. Right. Like it's, been, it's been sort of sitting for a little while. This is a little bit more fresh. I'm starting to think we, uh, we may have lost a second companion. Do we know where Xandigos went? Uh, you might have seen him like split up from you guys, but mm. you were up the stairs reasonably. Quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know we don't have uh, d uh, like definite knowledge that Sandigos came here. That's for sure. But he could have come here because this it's is this blood. This blood is fresh. Not this isn't the chef's blood. Hmm. Uh, Miss. Mr. Zandikos. Zandikos. Sir? I'm going to look, look, look further around the chef, like the kitchen, I mean. Yep. Yep. Uh, tucked around the corner, you see three other chefs with their throats cut. Mm. And a couple of empty potion bottles. Hmm. We done got drugged. Yes, that's pretty clear. Um, I think. Well, un unfortunately, we were the ones perhaps more lucky. <clears throat> Only being drugged. Let's see uh, if we can figure out where they went. Yeah, try and see, like, 
try and find tracks of anyone leaving the kitchen, basically. If there is another way out of the kitchen, for example. I mean, there's some venting for steam and things to escape, but other than, like, a cellar for wine, it's pretty much what you've got. I mean... Huh. Well, now that you mention a cellar full of wine... <laughs> Wildo is definitely going... Wildo would have gone down there anyways, but that's just that it is then. Yep. Because a cellar is a good place to hide some bodies. That's fair. Or, you know, a secret cabal of something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah, Wildo probably goes on ahead, but uh, Filorna would follow. Yeah. Also. Check the wine cellar. Yes, obviously. (laughs) Uh, So, Wildo, you head down the cellar. Mm hmm. As you start making your way down the stairs, the door closes behind you. Hmm. Well, that's real unfortunate. Uh. Felorina? Yes? Or did I get. Actually, actually did I also get in? Because I would have uh, was, but I'm going to follow. Uh, no, it closed in front of you. Oh, you're gonna want to open Bildo. this door, or I might be I'm trying dead to. Next time you see me, I'm trying to open the door. And don't get uh, me wrong, I ain't, I ain't too worried about being dead, but it'll be real unpleasant once you do get the door open. If it appears that it's stuck, I'm going to, uh, going to start. Uh, breaking the door. Breaking uh, through it. Yeah, make a strength check. Okay, I'll try a strength check. I'm not terribly good at those, but I can try. Uh, boop. Four. Doesn't seem to be budging. Yeah. I'm going... <laughs> it seems sealed. I'm... Oh, Going me... to emergency break. Break it for emergency. Let me see if I can do something from this end. All right then. Sixteen. You give it a good push, but it's not really budging. I'm going to start punching the door to do damage to it. Yeah, there's probably punching from both sides now. We Punches and kicks at the monks. door. We can yeah. punch our way through a door. I would hope. I would hope so, too. Uh, you do hear a, a noise behind you as you're punching from behind. Uh, just so you know, I, I'm going to try and see what it is so I can report the circumstances of my death. You turn around, and you just see a rat running between the the the, the racks of wine. All right. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm not dead yet. That said, I'm resorting to back kicks at this point, yeah. so I can keep. Uh, I cannot be snuck up on. <clears throat> Yeah, this, yeah, like, the Lorna is actively trying to break through the door. Of course, the irony here is, um, 
they're not it's they're not in the cellar and they're gonna kill you. Hmm. Eric comes into the kitchen. Uh why are you punching the door? It closed by itself, trapping Wildo behind it. That's weird. Should we not just go get help? We're in a school full of teachers. Perhaps it was quite quite stuck, and considering the blood around, it doesn't did it uh, didn't seem safe to leave him by himself. Well, he's probably safer down there than up here with all. Her. She kind of looks us around, spotting all the dead bodies with all this going on. I hear voices. Who's Barak is here? Kay? Um, we're gonna go get some help. Uh, oh, okie doke. Um. I hope to see you back soon. You, uh, I'm going to remain here. You, uh. Well, before. Oh. Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, well, we got you here before we all wander off our separate ways and die. What happened after we passed out? I got bored and left. And went to the library. You wouldn't know anything about where Sandikos went then? <coughs> no, I haven't seen him. What about I'm not thinking whether I would inside check that. What's that, Wilde? What about, uh, Madam Swiftwing? We had a discussion and she had to go back to her, um, lodgings. It's all rather okay, amicable. You, okay. Nice debate. In <clears throat> inside check. <laughs> I'm through the door. I'm assuming I can't insight check body language and shit, so... Lorna has assumptions on what Grarak thought about Swiftwing, and this doesn't seem right. Makes sense. Uh, so you can roll an insight with disadvantage if you like. Okay. Because, as you said, you've got no body language cues. Yep. Nine. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, sounds fine. Uh, hmm. well, yeah, there's just something that's a little bit, a little bit off. You, as you've said, you've you picked up on the sort of argument, but yeah. Hmm. So you peacefully resolved an argument where 
actual borders were discussed and accusations of attempts of declaring war and you just intelligently converse away with this suspicious character well maybe she stormed out and it wasn't quite as amicable mm. but you know don't want that known because you know important person in the court of spring Anyway, we're going to get your help, because I know there's a lot of alcohol down there, and you know Wildo and wine. Well, I can't, can't kind of know him pers- personally, but, uh, well, I, well, I've reason to trust him. I'll be... I'll keep busy, I guess. I don't really have anything else I can do right now. Except for and after, like punch through the door some more, which I will try. Actually, after after uh, Valorna mm-hmm. finished that send her sentence, she was kicking the door again. Uh, it's... Like pretty solid, like reinforced oak. So mm. yeah, it's going to take a while. Question, but maybe answer. Did the door swing inward, or did the door swing? Uh, did the door swing? When you are approaching the door, does it open inward, or does it open outward? Uh, it opens outward because you're lifting it up from the ground. <clears throat> okay. Lifting so it's more a trapdoor. Okay. So you're saying there's no hinges? I mean, there's hinges, but it's on like the. Is it? Is it so, sort of like those, like the. Like a cellar door, like you have on the outside of a house, where it's sort of at forty-five degrees. Uh, not with the like the uh, double opening to the side doors, though. More the it's more like a floor cellar. So without okay, I was under the impression that I walked into a hallway, and ah. then a door shut on me. No, sorry about that. No, no, you're good. It goes you're good. straight like yeah, it starts it down immediately. And yeah, as near so as we can tell, it shut on its own accord. Yeah, not just gravity. So if it sh- okay, so if if it if it shut down, Garak. Yeah. Or Florina, because it's late and I'm forgetting who's who. One of you, actually, either you were. Do you see the hinges? If it shut on us, there should be hinges there. And if you can get those, if you can un, un. you know. Pull the pin out of the hinges. Easy way mm. to get me out. 
It's probably quicker if we go get help. Just saying. That and may be true, but there are murderers around, and conventional wisdom, I don't know how it is here, but where I come from, conventional wisdom is when there's somebody running around killing a bunch of people, splitting up is not the wisest move. Well, we're not splitting up. You're in a cellar that doesn't... that you haven't been attacked yet, so I'm guessing there's no one else down there. And we're going to stay together and go get help. I mean, it's still splitting up, but... If whatever this... If whatever person closed this trap door is the one doing the killing, I'm not sure. Well, we'll know he's safe behind this. And like I said, if I die, I die. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. But it might be an awful mess for y'all. And I'd really uh, hate for you... that mess to be in the wine cellar. Just if you. Thought that it could, you know, just be gravity and it just shut and jammed? Nope. It definitely shut of its own. It definitely shut. Like, I was, I was basically right behind him and it shut right in front of me. It, it I don't think no it gravity. was gravity. Yeah, well, if it did that, then it's going to be someone with lots of magic and we don't want to fight them on our own, and we have a whole building full of people who can help us. Yeah. Masters Unless and stuff. They're all dead. Killed and. Well. So. The teacher would it not wasn't be a good idea to go check? Here's the thing. Those chefs that are dead, they got those black veils on them. I saw one of those black veils when somebody tried to talk in my head. Well, I ain't got no black veil on me, so... And say you did. What I'm saying is... I think that might be our swift-wing person, because that's the voice I heard. In Monogamy. Yeah, well, she didn't seem like the type of person who would do all this. She's just a pawn. I mean, nobody in seems, the Lady of Springs. Nobody seems like the type of person that would do all this. But we were drugged, and the kitchen staff is all. The kitchen this. staff is all dead. Well. Dead, but you know, and there was clearly drugs put there. There, there are vials of drugs next to the food. I'm just saying. We saw um. Lady Swiftwing eat the food, and I ate the food, and we were both fine. <laughs> 
Did we see Swiftwing eat the food? Now that you think about it, no. She had a bit of a bit of the wine that was provided, but didn't really eat anything. She ate no food. I'm fairly certain Swiftwing didn't eat the food. I did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all did. You all fell asleep. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking we were just tired? I don't at know. the same time? Well, it's not as if I've had a fancy meal like this before. I don't know what you you non-bird people do. This is what happens when we tend to get poisoned. Or drugged. We pass out. Also drunk, but I did not get drunk. I know getting drunk. So, I'm not even sure what I'm saying with all this, other than I'm pretty sure Miss Swiftwing is a murderer, and probably to do some coup thing for her war thing that you were talking about. Garak just goes, uh, bored now. Swipes at, uh, Bellona. Okay. The 24 to hit. It hits. And that will be... Seven okay. damage? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go into the cellar. Without opening the door. So, Forlorn, you see Garrick change into what looks like an undead, almost, version of herself. Wings are a bit broken. There's wounds everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then then she dissolves into like a red puddle and mm-hmm. disappears into the into the stone. Wildo, you hear a sort of a squishy noise behind you. Well that's certainly yeah. not Wildo would have heard a a a, a shout of pain from Pelorna. That too. Can I watch out that I am not surprised? <laughs> I would say that you are not surprised. Okay. <laughs> well, this is certainly unfortunate situation that we got here. But let's do this. Let's roll some initiative. Yep. 
I am rolling really bad for initiative. Right, also, I'm a puddle of goo at the moment, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, Fifteen. Well, I was like, I hope you remember what happened last time we did this. Um, I don't know. And as as that happens, uh, Falorna, you hear a squelching sound behind you. Oh, (laughs) and Zandikos is there. Is oh, it, cool. Is it fair to say that we I feel I should roll an initiative. Probably. What was that, sorry, Jaren? Is it fair to say that we got a short rest between... Okay. No. And, uh, Corvus? Am I not dead, then? Uh, yes and no. Yes. Okay, <laughs> the, the the undead part of me rolled a 12. You are a lovely red blood-like goo. It's fun. Would there have been a turn between, uh, Thalorna getting attacked, and uh, Zandikos appearing. Because... You approach and turned around. So so Zandikos would have a surprise round from you, basically. Is that the best way to... You you Mm -hmm. have a round where he doesn't attack, because he is still forming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I just... I mostly want to take a turn to heal myself. Uh, Wildo, you're up. Alright. I'll roll that. Uh, Wildo is going to move out of the immediate vicinity, like, like, okay, so, so to understand where I'm at, there was sort of a, a staircase that led down into this cellar, right? Mm. Or a ladder. Was it a staircase or a ladder? Staircase. Okay. And where I'm at is still sort of hallway-esque, or has it opened up? Uh, It's opened up a little bit, so you have, uh, like, five feet to the side. Okay. And then you have wine racks on either side as well. So... And that goes about 40 feet before it, like, ends in an earth wall. He will step over the puddle. Um, pause for it. Move, move full movement. Move 40 feet total to, to, to put some distance. Um, pause there. Spend his action to find something out of the wine rack and pull it out. It's 
you could probably hope to afford this bottle if you saved like a absolute demon for the next fifty years. Delightful. <laughs> Takes out his 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 glass, his specific wine glass, pours some, sets the bottle down, and sniffs at it, etc. While patient defensing. <laughs> uh, so that's your turn? Yes. Uh, Xandikos, you're still forming into a more solid state. You have ten feet of movement if you like. Uh, no, he just, he just continues to form. Okay. Uh, Garak, same type of deal. You're still forming. Because you oh, decided to go through That was a waste of a patient defense. Yep, I just keep forming. Sorry, I mean, it was a puddle. Yeah, no, that's fine. That was my misunderstanding. Um, I, I could have phrased that better. No, you're good. I just, uh, yeah, no, you're fine. Um, so Felorna. Uh, Felorna would, uh, prepare to face this, uh, monster that seems like Sandikos, uh, but, but, uh, but, uh, turn is spent, uh, healing herself and activating patient defense. Cool. To, to get a dodge, ac- dodge as a bonus action. Yep, yep. And that's your turn, so Wildo. Um You you now see the like the formed version of Garak in front of you. Yep. And so I'm wanna see That's why it was a waste of a patient defense, because he moved forty feet away from them. Uh I I will let that carry over if you like. Because I didn't explain it properly. Yeah, fair. I basically, yeah. Well, since he's not really doing anything yet, actually, you know what? He's gonna step back twenty. F- uh, it's still the same thing. He's going to step back about twenty more feet to put sixty feet of distance between us. Is it possible? I would be right up on the wall now. That's then, fine. But yeah, I'm comfortable okay. with that. Because it nicely mirrors our sparring session when we were exactly <laughs> 60 feet away from each other. Yep. And then I just, well, yeah, patient defense. Although I can have spent it before, and now I just use my action to dodge, which is the same thing. As I said, I can. I'll let you do it the other way it's around fine. if you want. Either way, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I take a drink of the of 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 the wine because, goddammit, it, I'm going to die with something good. Xandikos, <laughs> uh, you're up. Uh, how far away from? So I, I assume I'm supposed to be. I feel like attacking. Um. You know, Paloma and Set. I believe I sent you a message about it. Uh, 
Oh, yes. Hold on one second. Ah, uh, sorry. I, I must have missed that. Okay, sure. Well, uh, how far away from Philoma am I? 20 feet. Philorna closed the distance last turn. Oh, I thought you just did a patient defense. No, I, 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 he- I also healed myself. Oh, you did, but I don't know. I didn't hear about the movement. That's fine. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's I didn't mention. I didn't know there was that much distance in between. I would have closed it. Okay, so face to face. Yep. Hmm. And currently defending. Um. Oh, actually, no, that's fine, because I have disadvantage anyway. Okay, cool. Then I uh, pull it... Do I still have my gun? Yeah. Cool. I pull out my gun and shoot him. Shoot her. Okay. I already have... If if I'm going to be face-to-face anyway, and therefore have disadvantage... If I'm going to have disadvantage anyway because of the defense, I might as well just do the cool thing. Uh, Where is... I don't have that equipped at the moment. Take that one off. Put that one on. That's better. So, uh, why isn't that plus three? Why is it only plus two? Plus one? Eh, we can... Proficiency question mark? Probably. Well, it's... You would it, have proficiency. Yeah, because it's a monk weapon to me. Yes. It's mine. You can Whatever, so it's this it plus two. Oh! Mm. Uh, Ooh. that's bad, because that's this bad. gun has misfire, so I mean, it doesn't matter I how much they roll. I consider that to be good. Yes. <laughs> mm, no. I pull out the gun, and it makes a squelchy noise. I guess it doesn't oh like the blob. Oh my god. You guys just tried to recreate the Indiana Jones scene. <laughs> But the uh, bad so guy had the gun, and it didn't work. Also, the good guy has uh, has uh, is a monk, and is and would have used deflect missiles. That's yes, that's also <laughs> true. Um, but I am still going to use my normal monk ability because this is a monk weapon to make an unarmed attack against you as a bonus action. <sighs> uh. So that is, and as I do so, I also pull out my sword. I don't know if I could do that. That's that's too many weapon swaps, isn't it? No, because like you had the the gun at the ready, so then ah. you're using an interaction. Cool. action. For then the I pull out my sword and then and but I don't get to use it. But then kick her. Okay. Uh, this Still a disadvantage. I, I still have to do this with disadvantage. So that's probably gonna miss because that's already. Yeah. Oh, that, I'm just rolling poor, terribly. Mm. Excellent. Okay. Uh, That's all my current situation is. Also, with the bonus featured in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I think even even uh, with that, I it's almost certainly easily a miss. Do not, do not hit. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, is that your turn? 
Uh, well, I've done a bunch of things, and yeah, so yes. I think that's it. Uh, I pull out my short bow and uh, shoot. That will do. Well, that's just not right. Still disadvantage and dream yep. and deflect missiles. Yep. Yep. Did that roll? No, it did not. Stupid. Beyond 20. Damn it. That's a disadvantage. It's no. a 21. It's still a hit. So I am yep. reflecting that shit. Um, 1d10 plus 6. So That's seven not going to deal any damage. Nope. It's going to minimum yep, prevent I 7 damage. It. And... Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll, 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 I will, I will risk a key point to, to, to send that back. I suspect it's far enough away for it to be disadvantage. Yes, yes, it is. Um, I'll just use dart damage because I don't have dart rolling here. Well, it hits the ground. That's fine. Garak uh, lets out a weird sound that you assume is laughter, but it's coming out of a bird, so it does sound weird, and uses a key point to drop into patient defense. <laughs> We're just going to stare off against each other forever. I mean, I, I've heard a bird laughing, but yes, it is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's not a kookaburra. Even worse. Great. <laughs> uh, Forlorno. Okay. Oh, I wish there was more key. Uh, anyway, we start with an unarmed attack. Well, I'm guessing it's a miss. Against Sandikos. is the only uh, creature I can target right now. Uh, 12 is not enough. Yeah, I figure. Uh, then I'm wondering if I what to use a key point on, if anything. Uh, let's try and make this quicker in some way. Uh, flurry of flows. Sixteen. Uh, yes. Okay, so in addition to seven bludgeoning damage, uh, it's also going to. Uh, hand of harm, uh, dealing an additional six necrotic damage. Nice. Thirteen. And, uh, then one more unarmed attack. But that's a miss. Yep. Uh, so, Zendikos, says you take this damage, uh, roll a concentration check. Mm. 
Oh, yep. should be enough. I think so. Right, it's half half the damage you took. It's it's DC oh, 10, okay. uh, 10. Yeah, yeah, minimum ten. Yeah. If I dealt twenty two damage or more, then it would be more than ten. Yeah. Yep. No, that's fine. I succeed. Yep. Then uh, back downstairs to Wildo. All right. Well, this is just going to be darts and arrows flying back and forth and deflecting and deflecting and deflecting until somebody takes a step forward. And it's not going to be the turtle. So... <laughs> Turtling up, I mean, basically. Dart goes I mean, flying. The... Yeah, deflect myself. 23. That hits. Five damage. You you deflected yep. like you don't even have to roll. Yep. Again, but you want to weird. spend a key point to throw it back. No. Okay. No, I do not. Fair enough. Moving forward? That's... Nope. Yep. Because uh, Wildo is a patient. Uh, no. Saving key points for the moment. Ah. Clever. Uh, Zandikos, you're up. Um, your, okay. Your gun sort of heals itself as it, like, blorps back together. Oh, I don't need to do the repair thing? It's part of, part of the goo, part of the body. Sure. Um... Yeah, because I'm not going to use it now, because I'm. I don't really need to. Eh. Well, I mean, I didn't need to before, but whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I just I make an attack with my long sword. <laughs> um, should we two handed? Why did I click the button? That does that show up? It does. That's just uh, no, it doesn't. Good. Okay, that's the wrong button. That's the damage button. This one, long sword, at um. Guy to uh, uh, Philoma. 13. Mm -hmm. Is 13 enough to hit you? No. Oh. Interesting. Monks, yo. Yeah, I just, I'm not a very dexterous monk, so my AC is only 13. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I was like, 13 is a reasonable monk AC, right? But no. Um. Uh, but I will use my normal. The, the regular uh, extra attack to do an unarmed strike as well. <laughs> so that is as a bonus action. This one. Uh, 16. 16 is exactly my AC. Yay. Um, I, I, click, I guess I click it over here instead. Three bludgeoning damage. Do I get to do anything? What's that? Four. Four bludgeoning damage. Oh, right. I also got plus one on all these things because of the things. Okay. Um, that I haven't modified into it. Do I get to do anything cool as a result of that as being a monk? No, doesn't look like it. Okay. That's fine. That's pretty much it. Not at this level, really. Uh, Felona, you hear a sort of a groaning behind you? Hmm. As you see, some of the assistant chefs are, like, shambling upwards, sort of zombie-esque, let's oh, say. Oh, cool. 
And is that your turn, Zen? Yes. Cool. Uh, Grak. I am... How much space have I got for my wings? Uh, you could open them, but you wouldn't be able to get much off, much lift off the ground. The ceiling's pretty low. I could glide my 55 feet of movement, flight yep. movement. Yep. I think it's 55. Oh, 50 feet. So yeah, I will glide my 50 feet. And so then... 10 feet away? 10 feet away, yep. Yep. Then I am going to unarm strike that's, um, uh, 10 feet away? Do, mm-hmm. you, do you have 10 foot? Okay. Crack mm-hmm. uh, sort of punches out, the limb stretches and turns red. Cool. Okay. That's 27 to hit. I'm not dignifying that with a it hit response. Come on. <laughs> Give me a chance. Uh, nine damage. Okay. And I'm going to use my key. My last key point. The flurry of blows this. So going for the dull sin approach. Mm-hmm. He did it to me. I'm doing it back. Eleven. Okay. Ah, uh, then no, that's a miss. Twenty-three. Okay, that's a hit. Um, nine damage. Okay. Yep, so Felona, you're up. Okay, this should be a short turn. Because, uh, uh, yeah, one. Uh, basically, I get two unarmed attacks and that's it. Only four damage. Ooh. But I also deal another five. So a total of nine bludgeoning damage on Sandicos. Or what's left of them, anyway. And two concentration uh, checks, I I assume. Yeah. So the. Yeah, that's all. So it does sort of go into the skin a little bit, but sort of squelches back out. It's pretty disturbing. Mm. After you attack, the the zombies that are behind you sort of collapse upon you. And they try to just bite everything they can. There's not really much that can be done, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and then after that, Xanacos descends. Uh, Wildo, 
yeah as you're as you're looking around trying to think about a way out you He's hear not another couple for of squelches yeah yeah you sorry no no um, it's good but like he like he said several times i'm pretty sure i'm going to die in here and i'm okay with that you hear a couple of squelching sounds behind you as the forms of Xandikos and Forlorna descend from the fl- yep. from the floor above, and your end is swift. Okay. Through the rest of the night, you spread throughout the Swift Horse School, consuming and adding every student and teacher and person in the facility to your collective. You go to leave the gate, but the wall has a defense up as a shield is lowered by the lady in black you spread through the town and take out everyone that you can see except for what they tell you is a special place that shouldn't be entered one house that survives and that is where we will leave our side story for today say goodbye everybody goodbye bye bye Bye. hello